Hey, welcome to BBE B-Sides, the show where the BBE boys discuss a topic about music. And today we are sharing what we believe to be the saddest songs we have ever heard. We've just listened to them all and I'm very sad right now. So that's a good start. <laughs> it's, it's the perfect thing to do on a Sunday evening is just listen to these depressing songs. Yeah, uh, it's, it's definitely the saddest day and the saddest <laughs> songs and the saddest time of the evening because eight. <laughs> very sad yeah, time so the other thing to say is, is are we going by the names bbe boys <laughs> is that our thing now hopefully people would call us that <laughs> that did uh that did raise my eyebrow slightly <laughs> <laughs> joe do you want to talk about your song uh yes so i think mine's probably the most famous of our songs yeah um, i'd say that i think it's it had it, it had a number one and it's uh drugs don't work by the verve and it's all kind of in the lyrics uh there is a, a little bit of background in that the uh, lead singer richard ashcroft his dad died when he was 11 and apparently that's who he's writing about although he has in other interviews he said it's not it's to do with recreational drugs um mm. which i i don't really buy at all and it's just yeah just a slow sad song with some quite depressing lyrics about <laughs> sort of yeah someone lying in a hospital bed the drugs aren't doing any good anymore and it's kind of the end of their life yeah well what, what did you both think <laughs> yeah definitely thought it was very sad i thought it was really i quite like this song generally i've heard some of the tracks like the really famous one what's it called like beer sweet symphony uh, yeah right? yeah it's a really it's a really good album uh, yeah that album. but it is quite did they do another album the verb they weren't around for that long were they i don't know actually um no that's definitely the most famous. Yeah, it's called Urban Hymns, but that's that's the only album of theirs I've listened to, and it's it's just solid. Like it's it's really good. It's just the only thing I'd say is it does it is all quite samey, apart from the ones that stand out, which is Bittersweet Symphony and The Drugs Don't Work, uh, <laughs> and Lucky Man is quite good. Lucky Man, yeah, Lucky Man's a really good song. Love is um, no one, I like that one as well. It's a really depressing album, actually. The whole thing is really depressing. <laughs> that's, that's what I like about Lucky Man is it's kind of, it's a contrast. That's really happy. Yeah. I think like the lyrics in that are kind of like, I can be happy. I've got everything I need right here. And he uh, he realises he doesn't need anything else but himself, which is, I guess, quite a nice sentiment. Is that is that Lucky Man on that album? Or is that a different? Yeah, it is. Two albums for that album. All, all, all the hits on that were an album, so... Yeah, that's fair. That's all. That's the only one you need to listen to. <laughs> uh, I think he's got, he's got he's got a bit sad sort of voice, uh, which is Ascroft. So I suppose it wouldn't really make sense for him to, to make to make super happy music. Yeah, that makes sense. I was thinking a song. I think actually all our songs they're not just they're not sad sad. They're kind of like realistic sad and kind of um like almost like a tie bit uplifting, and that's actually what makes them really sad. Which I wasn't sure. They're a bit like retrospective. Which I was surprised that all of our songs are a bit like that. I thought that was curious. I think that's what makes sad songs sad. Is it's just making us any idiot can make a song. It's like, oh, I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. It's got to have some sort of poignant poignancy to it. Some sort of almost philosophy to it. So the, no, I agree. Yeah. The drugs don't work. Is an interesting line. It isn't just I'm depressed. Yeah. It's more than that. Uh, yeah. I think, I think the other songs I love the same. Yeah. It's almost like frustration, kind of and despair at the same time hmm. uh, which yeah I, I i agree i think like when if, if, if you're writing a sad song 
it's not enough to just moan. It's got to be something relatable. I, I don't know. There's got to be something about it, like a story behind it, I think, um, that people can sort of relate their own lives to. Yeah. Uh, my song is Two-Headed Boy Part 2 by Neutral Milk Hotel. They're uh, a folk indie band from... Uh, the late 90s about the same time as the verb i would imagine because there's this there's this meme about the album that it's about the guy is really sad about the death of Anne frank so there's a lot of things that sort of relate to that so there's a there's a song earlier on that's about this this uh woman dying in uh world war Two. so i think that's a similar character here so it's sort of like this love story but i think the idea is she's dead before it so i think that's why i find it it's sad beyond that beyond just being like a romantic song i think uh, what do you think of it? Uh, and oh. I, like the, I like the last line. That was quite poignant. The, uh, what was it? It's something like, don't hate her when she leaves. Yeah. And that sums up why a good, a, good sad, a good sad song is not angry. It's that retrospectiveness. Acceptance of the sad parts of life. And that's actually the sad part. Of it. It, it, it didn't, like the actual song, it's like the, the guitar, it didn't sound that sad. Yeah, no, I agree. Where kind of the real weight of it sort of came into play, because um, the actual it was like I think that's like quite similar with all our songs is they're quite simple uh, musically, but the weight of it is really through the lyrics. Yeah, I felt like this could have been a normal song. They just had some depressing, really depressing <laughs> lyrics and story thrown in as well. I like the opening as well. The opening was really cool, really kind of well, not cool but like eerie yeah um, like it, it comes from like an instrumental on the album so that's why so it still goes kind of like eerie yeah i think the lyric i find particularly sad but i'm not even sure why it's just the one way it goes in my dreams you're alive and you're crying because i i don't know i just found that really uh, sad that's a that's a pretty horrible lyric <laughs> <laughs> i think that's why i find, <laughs> I find it sad i think so should we talk about yours harry yes mm-hmm. Uh, mine is Solitude by Black Sabbath. Uh, Black Sabbath is fa- mostly famous for their, you know, heavy metal riffs. Tommy O'Neill's amazing riffs and stuff, but this doesn't really have any riffs like that. It's, it's essentially uh, Giza Butler doing a really good bass line, a really eerie sort of flute playing, a really nice lead and sort of solo in by uh, Tommy Ione, which I think is underrated for. I think he's actually a really good soloist. Uh, it, is, it is Ozzy Osbourne singing. A lot of people think it's uh, a drummer, but it isn't. Yeah, and it's just, it's just, it's very, uh, it's sort of quite a relaxing song, but at the same time sad. I think, I think, I think my favourite line from it is probably, the world is a lonely place, you're on your own. You want to sum up why people are sad in general. Quite a philosophical uh, piece like this, but <laughs> reason why. Yeah. Or at least a large part of it. Yeah. So what, what, what do you guys think of it? Yeah, I really like it. I, I, I really like the, the flu. I think that adds a lot and it's very subtle in the song. Which you wouldn't necessarily expect from like a male artist. Um, I haven't really listened to much Black Sabbath, but no, I think it's a really good song. I think it's really sad. It's sad in a similar way than the other the other two songs actually. I think they're all actually weirdly quite similar in the way that they're sad. Yeah. But yeah, more sort of nihilistic than the other ones, I think. Yeah, I, I think this one probably sounds the saddest with the flute. It sounds almost kind of like medieval, like a medieval bard type thing, but it's just I, I, I haven't really listened to much Black Sabbath either, but it, it's almost like they've sort of stripped everything back and it's just this kind of slow, winding story. But, yeah, the, like, the lyrics were pretty... Like, again, sort of the lyrics were kind of where the, the main, I guess, like, sadness comes from yeah. as well. 
it's interesting yeah how how um this heavy metal band decided they take like a different route and do a really depressing song like how did that sort of come about i suppose focus like um like like the metallica song nothing else matters that's sort of a similar thing as well it just seemed to sort of slip away metal bands seem to slip away easily into like just all very sad songs it seems yeah, you can't see metal band doing a happy song <laughs> just like you know happy by Pharrell or something <laughs> maybe being in a heavy metal band isn't as great as we all think it is <laughs> maybe not because it, it sounds pretty great, great but you need to add sadness to your life music mm. how great it is when I first listened to them I think they're all pretty sad and I think songs get sadder the more you listen to them but the verb one is pretty depressing I think like just in vibe as well like instrumentally I was like, Jesus Christ, this is sad. The lyrics are so like clear as well. It's just, yeah, it's it's grim. Not our hope in that song. Thank you for listening to BBB Sides. If you want to send us a topic, you can at Barband Explorer on Instagram or send us an email at barbandexplorer at gmail.com.